Welcome to episode 106 of The Real Photo Show. My guest today is Mark Steinmetz. So Mark was in town to talk about his new book, Carnival, published by Stanley Barker. And in between talks at the Bronx Documentary Center, another one at the Penumbra Foundation, and a book signing at Dashwood Books, Mark carved out a little time so Anna Roma and I could sit down with him in his tiny hotel room and record this episode. And yes, my guest co-host for this episode is Anna Roma, which seemed all the more appropriate for the conversation because Mark lists Lee Friedlander, Anna's father, as one of his great influences in photography. So we talk about everything from Mark's origins to photographing with Gary Winogrand, to the way he works and publishing books, to creating a workshop with the photographer Arena Rosowski, who also happens to be his wife. Uh, the workshop is called The Humid, and as you'll see in this episode, I forgot to ask Mark about uh, two things. One, um, his work in fashion photography and also starting this workshop. So at the end of our normal recording in his hotel room, uh, I called him back on the phone. So it's going to sound like the episode is ending, uh, but then um, there'll be a little more conversation. And it will sound like a phone call being recorded. But I thought it was important to include those two questions because these are ways that Mark and Arena are thinking about how they're going to raise their child and keep working as photographers and have some kind of income that keeps them close to home. So I hope you enjoyed the episode. It was a lot of fun to record with Mark and Anna. Thanks for listening, and we will talk soon. Hi, I'm Mark Steinmetz. We're here in New York at the Jane Hotel in a very, very small room. That's right. <laughs> it's cozy. <laughs> today. Hi, Anna. Hi. In preparation for this interview, I did, you know, Google around and make sure. Yeah, Anna sure. actually prepared. Okay, I mean, well, watch I, out for Google no, because, I, because I moved to Athens in 1999, which yes. is not true, but I cannot disavow that fact now. Well, maybe it's we'll do permanent. a fact checking. Yeah. But I, I found one thing right off the bat that I thought was was pretty interesting and this is from your wiki page it says mark steinmetz is an american photographer period he makes black and white photographs of ordinary people in the ordinary landscapes they inhabit and there was something i don't know it just jumped off the page to me it sounded so declarative like almost like something they'd put on your gravestone <laughs> do you know what i mean and i thought i have to ask is do you feel that you make black and white photographs of ordinary people in ordinary landscapes Roughly. I mean, I think you could summarize things that way. Mm -hmm. um, I do try to avoid getting too fancy. You know, I don't look for special access into, you know, nooks and crannies and behind the scenes. It's pretty much what's available to anybody. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Entirely, I think the word ordinary is a little... Um, it has a negative... Well, I think the ordinary is extraordinary, too. Right. Yeah. I right. mean, but that I think that's a quote by uh, like a cinematographer yes. who who's now heading the American Academy. Oh, um, but he he did um, like all I can think of is American Gigolo, you know. But he did, he did a blog and, and um, somehow he got John, recruited. Uh, oh. John Bailey. Bailey. Oh, okay. John Bailey. Bailey. Right. It's it seems so declarative, you know, like so. 
Um, well, I mean, know. it's Wikipedia. I, I have no who yeah. do, who does that. Uh, why is that an authority? Somebody's you know. putting it in there, right? I wonder huh? who that is. Yeah. Anyway, I'm yeah. pretty passive about it. People yeah. can say whatever, and uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you hear that, people? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Say whatever. No, no I, I mean, mean it, I think yeah. I think you have to be. Um, you you've got to allow yourself to be misunderstood. It's just. Yeah. That's just how it goes. You know, you do your thing and um, hopefully create a context, but, um, you know, you don't really have control beyond that. Yeah. Well, so you're, you're here in New York to promote your, your latest book, Carnival, right? I mean, I, I don't know about <laughs> promote. I, I, I mean... You're doing book signings I do. I'm doing a book and... signing at Dashwood. Yeah. And I, you know, was asked to do two talks. And mm-hmm. they're, on, they're on the book Carnival, but they're also on the context around Carnival. Because oh, I don't okay. want to just talk about a book for an yeah. hour. <laughs> so it's, it's part of a work. You know, it's work, but there are also other bodies of work done at the same time. And there's also another oh. book coming out. Uh, All right, sum- I saw that. Summer Camp. That's so going to be your 17th book? Or? I don't know. Okay. I mean, books are, some books are small, you know, yeah. so is that a book or a booklet, you know? <laughs> oh, uh, that's right. Some and are very special edition right? so, you know, what, what. Yeah. Know. So but, I, oh, I didn't understand. The talk is about the pictures that are in Carnival as well as other well, work Well, I begin done. with, because uh, I, I photographed, you know, maybe earlier in, I don't want to use a career because there's no such thing <laughs> as a career as an artist. <laughs> but earlier, I, I photographed, let's say mainly um, not talking to people to take the picture and photographing in public places where there are distractions or where people are just absorbed in their own thing or, you know, where you can photograph people like the streets. So I begin with some uh, Los Angeles street pictures in this particular lecture. And then I... um what do I do then? Um, I don't know, but there's summer camp at the same time, kids. Um, well, okay, there's pictures in the streets, pictures in parks, and then pictures at fairs. And that's sort of all about, you know, there's something going on, and but it's not, it's sort of, it's not neighborhoods, it's not um, a body of work like Little League Baseball or Summer mm. Camp where I get into things a little bit more. Carnival is 1982 to 2001. What's mm-hmm. Summer Camp cover? Uh, 1986 to 1997, mm. I, th- I think. I went back in 2003 to some, like, photographing color, thinking I'd keep it going, but um, no, I didn't, okay. didn't use that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just spoke to uh, Sasha Wolf about 40 photographers, uh-huh. process and practice, and uh, you mentioned, what I, one of the things I loved was um, you mentioned um, about style. You you quoted uh, Brassai and the idea of normal mm-hmm, vision mm-hmm. that doesn't call attention to itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then that with um, digital photography, your black and white photography seems almost uh, um, in comparison has become a more distinctive style in a sense. Maybe I don't know. I ha- I haven't really read it. It's like, a great why? quote. Was it? <laughs> yes, okay. Well, anyway, I I just I didn't <laughs> I didn't want to read. I mean, I I'm you know I'm never going to listen to this podcast. You know, I'm not going <laughs> to. I can't. You know, you're not reading your wiki. No, 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 you're not no, listening no, to the podcast. No, no. no yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. Pe- people. Um, yeah. Who was it? it was uh, Vanessa Winship and um, George. Giorgio told me that they listened to something I did on their uh-huh. car ride to the airport, right? And, and they liked it, so okay, good. good yeah, you know, but I'm like, <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> that's funny. The other thing you said, I think this was in the book. The project 
might be done when the energy starts to subside, mm-hmm. right? And these are these are older works, older uh, photographs that you're going back to and re-editing. Mm-hmm. Is that more a normal practice, or is that more of a more a recent practice then? This idea of going back and looking at the older work. Well, it's the only practice there there is. I um, I did what I could at the time. You know, obviously I didn't publish books until later. I think it's now this. You know, there's a sort of a now I'm known, but also there are just there's so much more excitement for photo books and. They can be made um, at an affordable price. You know, before in the 90s, it was you still had, you know, major book publishers and quite a few hurdles to just go in and meet them. And then they have all their considerations and it has to go into bookstores. And now um, most of the sales are done by the Internet. And um, I think you can reach people in a different way. And, you know, bloggers... I think they've kind of evaporated, but I think they were helping, you know, for yeah. a while. Yeah, blogging predated the podcast, and then the, I yeah. think the idea of the podcast kind of took over. And then I, I've so what? from the some of the old, uh, podcast yeah. killed. Yeah. The That's bloggers. right, podcast killed the <laughs> blogging star. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the um, just just to get back a little bit, go backwards a little bit. You you were born in New York City, right? Yes, I was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in yes, this I room. was. <laughs> no. Born in a hotel. <laughs> no, but uh, actually, if, if the audience needs to know, Lenox Hill Hospital. Okay. So, uh, okay. And, uptown. Uh, uptown. No, and I did a... I did a Four-step delivery. No. <laughs> well, actually, you little psychic. Yes, I've been uh, reluctant all my life because of this uh, gesture. Right. No, I was born on Good Friday. I was oh, due wow. on Easter Sunday. Oh, I ought wow. to have arisen on that day, but in those days it was like um doctor's gotta go on his long that's right. weekend that's right. friday afternoon let's get this one done. way or the other that's yeah right. yeah oh yeah yeah so yeah. meant to be i guess but yeah. um you know but so you're here pushed for- you out <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, and I felt uh, like Come pulled on, forward. <laughs> That's right. All my life, I don't want to do it. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> but so you were here for about twelve years, and then no, no, no. Oh, was see, that's that, what's that wrong. What, is that yeah. what Wikipedia says? That I I read that somewhere. My God, no! I was here for uh, four, you know. But that's enough of a template. You you, yeah. you you're kind of your the landscape you see in your first yeah. few years sort of uh, really gets embedded in you. Uh, my first memory is actually bricks in sunlight, is you know, really? like an apartment building, and like, f- but really feeling the light on the, on the yeah. bricks. Don't know quite when that was. But, but you said no, it was four years. Four years, then we moved to Cambridge, Mass. <clears throat> at oh, some point, okay. and then um, moved within Cambridge, Mass, and then to Newton, Mass, and then maybe around twelve, I moved to Iowa City, Iowa. That's when you so. okay. And th- so the other thing I read, well, let's do a little fact checking. That's when you got your first dark room. Yes. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, roughly around that time. Yeah. yeah. That was in Iowa. Iowa. Then, Iowa City. Room? Iowa. Yeah. yeah. And I set it in this little room that had a furnace in it under some stairs. Mm-hmm. And the man from the camera store came over, and um, you know, you in those days you could go, you go into a photography store, and you could lay your eyes on everything. There, everything was on the walls. You know, they had the, what they had the enlargers and trays, and you know, we just my parents got me, you know, just what whatever is needed for a dark room. And he came over and he just set it up, and <laughs> and there I was going. <laughs> and my first pictures were all like, I, there was this uh, company, Spiritone. Oh, Spiritone, Spiritone. Spiritone. Yeah. yeah, they had a store in New York. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Is yeah. it Spiritone or Spiritone? I don't know now. I've We're always gonna, heard I'm Spiritone. I always heard Spiritone. Yeah, I, I didn't you know because I was in Iowa. Yeah. So That's <laughs> right. You know. Out there um, was Spiritone. <laughs> um, you know, so I got like this amazing uh, goldish toned paper and you can make black and white prints. So I, near Iowa City, there was, what was it called? Like, I want to say Kelowna with a K. Could it be Katona? Nor is that New York. Um, but it was... Um, like Amish people and there were auctions and I so took pictures of horse and buggies mm-hmm. and then printed them on gold paper or wow. it's like a gold bromide or something like that I don't what know they just called? had fancy papers you yeah. could have a blue paper you could just have seriously you know colored yeah. black and how white pictures how old were you at that point? like 12, 13 12. Yeah. yeah so you were moving around and you got into photography at 12 what were, you, what well, were your I folks doing? I got into doing? photography early I mean I was oh. taking pictures yeah I was taking pictures I did I did yeah. read a memory that you had from being six years old mm-hmm. and getting your first camera and it did it's it struck me the memory was that he remembers the pressure on yeah I, I remember my belly pushing into this you know oh. the car we had just gone to you know the some beach you know a long day at the beach it feels like an eternity when you're you know six yeah. and then the yeah. long drive back and then then we're at home and get out of the car and I've got my camera and you know, but pressing in and framing, you know, framing. It's pressing uh, in to get the frame right, you yeah, wanted. Right. Yeah. Which, um, it, it, I think it's it's kind of a beautiful memory. I mean, when you're a kid, you just love doing things with your body anyway. But no, it's squishing in, it's getting, it's endeavoring to get yes. it right, you know. And, uh, and yeah, elbows on the back <laughs> trunk and right. just getting it, you know, um but that's the pleasure of photography. It's yeah. really just kind of daydreaming with this these borders around the world and what's in and what's out and um, you know angle. Yeah, very mm-hmm. basic things. So wh- where did the influence come from that got you into photography? I I don't know. I don't know. My father was like a scientist, you know, like a cellular biologist. And my mother was French, you know, and, um, um, you know, I think aesthetic, but not an artist, Mm -hmm. you know. But it it does seem like they pretty heartily supported your interest. I would say I would say so that they did get me the dark room, you know. You know, later on, it was more like, I mean, there were definitely some points where, um, how are you going to make a living, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, um, there's always you that. Know, yeah. And, uh, you know, <laughs> how I... How are I, you going to make yeah. a living? <laughs> and I was taking, you know, I was taking some film courses in, in, in college, and I thought, I'll do the practical thing and be a film director, you oh, know? Oh, right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and I w- went out to L.A., and it was just like, you know, look, you've got to pull focus for... You know, you've. Re- I think there's a lot of, like, nepotism in Hollywood. You, if, you, mm-hmm. if you're part of it, then you have access. And if you're just, um, you know, like, how did Orson Welles at 24 do... You know, how could he command this and do Citizen Kane? It's yeah. pretty, right. pretty amazing. Was it your father's work that took you all around? Then the move from New York to yeah, Cambridge well, he was an ac- to Iowa. He was in academic medicine, so oh, okay. yeah, he was with uh, like Harvard. Yeah, I think it's you know some school in New York, mm-hmm. and then maybe NYU, and then and then Harvard, and then um, there was a good program in Iowa City. You know, mm-hmm. then Iowa City was fine. It was sort of like a Bruce Springsteen kind of. Um, high school experience yeah. you know <laughs> you have the camaro and the firebird and uh you know keg, uh-huh. keggers out there and you're driving out just out into the darkness of the cornfields yeah. you know and were you yeah. seen as kind of a 
East Coast kid? Like, how long did it take you to acclimate? I mean, I don't know if I was an East Coast kid because my parents are European, you know? Oh, I just okay. felt a little different, you mm-hmm. know? And, uh, but I was intellectual, you know? Yeah. I had a pretty good school system in Newton, Mass., you know? And then when I sat down in Iowa, uh, you know, first eighth grade class social studies teacher, and, you know, I'm sitting up the front of the class, and he's asking about... <laughs> You know, the industries in, uh, you know, South Africa, you know, and I go, well, there are diamonds, there's blah, blah, you know, and, like, and, and like nobody, and then like after like, nobody else is raising their hand. Like, when, what? Nobody we, else? Blood <laughs> diamonds? Blood I mean, diamonds? We did, this, we did this in Newton, you know, and then, well, there were a lot of farm kids, and, right. but there were some super smart kids too. You know, there were, there was, you know, um, I mean, not that farm kids are not, but there right, were, right. you know, in, university kids. So it was yeah. kind of a mix. Do you still feel connected? to those years like do you I mean I think it helps me no I don't go back I'd like to but I haven't been back after high school my parents moved out east and I mean I I went to I went to actually the Iowa State Fair in like 1989 or something Mm -hmm. and um and you know visited a friend was having a wedding so and did you try to photograph then yeah, a little bit. Yeah, no, yeah. at the fair, definitely. Yeah. Is that there's part of pic- Carnival? There's some pictures of Carnival. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, I did, I did pictures at the Iowa State Fair for, um, like, uh, when I, the high school started in your sophomore year, not freshman, uh, on sophomore year, mm-hmm. I started, there was a great newspaper, and uh, I think, like, I had photos, the second issue, you know, of the Iowa State Fair, and, like, I remember there's a picture of, like, I was in the roller coaster, and, like, photographing my friends behind, just, you know, shrieking and the whole, but I couldn't do that now. You know, there are no pictures in Carnival where I'm on a ride because <laughs> now you can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. No, I mean, get something, nauseous. something happened. I oh, no, it happened to me. You look yeah. at you look at um like if you look at these rides and you see the faces like every eleventh person their face is stricken. Right. You know, they right. totally realize that they are so uncomfortable and that would be me even know. their color I yeah yeah they lose, yeah. they lose it yeah. you know, they lose it they want to live i think I you lose your equilibrium or something yeah. yeah i mean i wasn't afraid of heights but then i'm uh <clears throat> all of a sudden this glass elevator going up to the you know eiffel tower top and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my feet are just soaked in sweat and i like i got to get off the first platform and walk down it was like what happened yeah, yeah. and then bit by bit it's like i'm okay i'm i'm not afraid of heights anymore you know not really i mean right I, tiptoe a bit to the edge but i yeah right so you said your your folks moved back east mm-hmm. and then you where were you then uh wesleyan oh okay for um i went to middlebury college the mm-hmm. first year and uh, i don't know just wanted to ski and and i don't know but there was no snow that year it was just freezing and it wasn't that i don't know wasn't right and so i went to wesleyan where there was a, a big art you know, complex, and they taught photography and they taught film, and so I did that. So you knew, even then, that that was something. Well, I I entered Middlebury. My first semester was all was like astrophysics and calculus and uh, just hard physical sciences, physical geography. You know, mm-hmm. I really like those. I still like, you know, I read the New York Times or any source now on latest developments in, um, you know, paleontology mm-hmm. or you know want to know about these asteroids or whatever mm. um but it's just like uh, let other people do that work you know yeah. the second semester at middlebury i took uh, like a modern art uh, history of modern art class and and in between the two semesters there was this one month long course and all it was on was the the films of michelangelo antonioni and that just 
killed everything. That oh. was just the end. Because we were like looking at these movies slowly, frame by frame. Great, great for a photographer to do. But you just see how one scene goes to another scene and he's got his black and white period and then his color and just what, but when you see it, that he was really, um, when he switched to color, he was very careful about his cuts, you know. But so mm -hmm. it's, it's just great. And I'm just saying like now, forget it it's over you know yeah you, color movies they go this thing to this thing there's no architecture between the frames really where it's just that the audience has fallen in a deep sleep or something mm. you know but they they had to be very meticulous um you know hitchcock right. i think too you know people making the transition from black and white to color were very but that's just a little yeah detour. But, but maybe but, it's it's the, the, well, the emotion of of antonioni and um right but it also sounds like seeing those frames one after the other informed you in a certain way sure i think it's a great education for making photo books you yeah know? no but the spirit of his movies were like wow you really have to walk around the block after that you know, especially at that age you know yeah and I was interested in the humanities before, but I, I don't know. I entered thinking I'd go into sciences because I, I really like them. After, um, when, you're, when you leave Wesleyan, are you photographing then? Yeah. Um, I mean, I was hardly photographing compared to the way undergraduates now photograph. I mean, the BFA, my God, you know. <laughs> uh, there's so much there, so technically. I mean, I, it was spirited what I was doing, but it was, I was mostly writing papers. I was mostly r reading books and writing papers, you know, history or, or literature. And what kind of camera did you have when you did photograph back oh, then? Oh, it was, um, I think, a Pentax, you know, an SLR. Yeah. I got a like, uh, I think not my, uh, so I, I went to Yale right after, I mean, I applied and got in. I didn't know what I would do. I thought I'd move out to the Southwest. I just sort of thought that'd be a good place to photograph. And I, I had no, <laughs> but I applied to Yale and I, and I got in, but I was 21 when I, you know, my mm -hmm. first semester, which is kind of young, but I was still using the a Pentax. Yeah, with a lousy lens, and you know, <laughs> Richard Benson was there, and he was like talking to me about it, and, uh, okay, you know. <laughs> about upgrading <laughs> like, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you did something sort of interesting. You you took a year off in between your two years. Yeah, I, after my first semester, I left. You mm -hmm. know, and it's partly you know I thought I needed, I thought I got what I needed. You know, I learned something about film developing and uh, printing and so when you left did you think you were leaving i thought i was leaving for, for good, good. Mm, yeah okay. yeah yeah. i thought it was i thought that was it but i you know i didn't i don't know and then yeah. i went out to la and you know gary was there and mm -hmm. i mean it was pretty astronomical the odds of meeting him i mean right. slight but Absolutely. i met him like a lot a lot and uh just by accident then we were by la standards very close to each other you know maybe a maybe a mile or two, you know. And uh, so then we, st we went to some places to drive around, and mm -hmm. that was great. Oh, I bet. Yeah, that was amazing. You mentioned Lee Friedlander, Gary Winogrand, Walker Evans, uh, Robert Frank. Did Never heard of these people. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, don't think about them <laughs> you, at all. You, you pick such an odd, odd, odd crew to be influenced <laughs> yeah, by. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lee, Lee, Lee who? <laughs> Lee, Lee Majors, I know, right? Is he, is he? That's right. But was that... Um, they become your influences at in Wesleyan or at, at Yale or I along mean, the way before along Wesleyan. The way. I yeah. mean, I, I saw a picture of uh, I think in 
high school, I got some book reading photographs. Maybe that's what, maybe uh, like, I mean, there, it seemed like there were so few little lifelines mm-hmm. sent out. And yeah. I remember a picture of Lee's of a, like a dog and its mouth is open and it's sitting at this, you know, crossing intersection and there are all these poles. And it's just like, you know, like, what's, what's this, <laughs> you know? Uh, you know, and it's like so such an American scene and such a, you know, and I just knew that, wow, this is like, this is pushing something. It's one know? of those photographs where this is what photography can be kind yeah, of photographs. Yeah. I right? mean, everything yeah. else is just too romantic, too clear, too mm-hmm. just giving it to you, you know, I just couldn't stand that stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, no, I mean, I saw, I, I mean, I'll, I've talked about this stuff before, so I don't know, but... Um, you know, I saw this one particular picture of uh, Gary's in uh, the high school in Iowa, and it was like, I think John Sarkowski would say, well, uh, like a road to Damascus. You right, know, yeah, that's right. You know, <laughs> and you just, it's like the moment of pushing in and framing on, on the car as a, as a child. It's, there's a moment of clarity about it in remembering it, but just being like, this, this I get, you know. Right. And, uh, you know, but it's also like um, I got to know him, you know, uh, just a few years later, you know, mm-hmm. and you you were with him out in L.A. then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was, you know, he 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 seemed fine to me. The last I saw, I think it was January of '84, and we'd went. To, I think that's when I went to the zoo with him, and he, um, you know, I persuaded him to go to the zoo and yeah. like this <laughs> this great thing, and and, and uh, it was, you know, amazing. And then he he sat down in my car at the end of the day. And he just said, boy, you don't know how tired you are until you sit down. And I mean, normal thing to say, you know, wandering around all day, but Uh, um, he didn't last, uh, you know. Too much longer. Yeah. So what do you think you learned from him directly? Like, what do you think? I think, I'll say direct osmosis. Yeah. I would say uh, integrity. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, he had a... uh, he had a steel chap of a mind, you know, yeah. and very fluid. He just could, you know, f- taking this thing and this thing and this thing and looping them all together always, you know. But he didn't talk about photography. You he know? didn't. Not really, no. And it was more like life. It was more like, it was more like, um, you know, and I always say this, you know, he said the, the world is full of seductions, you mm. know. Yeah. And, uh, the, and it's nonsense. It's like this is, he just used nonsense as a word. So there are things that people would really... Who bought, but for him it was nonsense, you know, and of course it's nonsense. If you're going to just be clear about it, it is, you know. So he was just uh, ruthless, you know. I say he was a one-man anti-complacency league. Yeah. He was... (laughs) uh, Yeah, a mentorship is is really more like that, right? It's it's about teaching you how to live that life that you're trying to live, right? Yeah, but I mean, I don't think he would say he was a mentor. He was, you know... um, I mean, I don't know what he's. You know, he, well, he, he was, was maybe an unintended mentor. I yeah. mean, I, no, but he was generous. He was, yeah. you know, uh, he was gonna, you know, okay, I, come see my dark room, you know, um, yeah, let's be. Yeah. Here. I mean, I think he was. He, I think he was used to having a very social life as a photographer with photographers, and then in L.A. he was. Peter Galassi said he thought he was lonely out there, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So. Um, well, he was. Yeah, he was a social animal. Yeah, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, Jeffrey Scales was out there too. Mm-hmm. We were yeah. in the car together a bit, and uh, it sounds like it was a, a good place to go. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was. I mean, it was um, <laughs> to escape. You, you don't your... know. I mean, I was. I was really uh, like 
I don't know what, desiring or wanting, you know, I had ambition, I wanted to like, and it was very, so it was a very difficult time for me. It was like, like, you know, psychologically tough, you know, Mm. I think you can see it in some of the pictures. Um, And how did you support yourself out in L.A.? It was not good, you know, but it was photographing artwork for artists and, you know, seemed to work a bit and then doing some production assisting just like and oh he's got a camera so the example i use is like is being at some tennis court you know of, of a country club and photographing for a nesty commercial that's going to take mm. place there the the shadow of the of the net as it crosses at different <laughs> times every half hour or something not bad <laughs> and then and then listening to but you know and listening to people who are miserable you know mm. and you know i told this I mentioned it to Gary, and he just said, "The rich are miserable." Mm. You know, period. Mm. You know, he's like, "I mean, it's so succinct." You know. Yeah. Uh, you so, know. what comes after uh, L.A. then? Well, I mean, I I couldn't make couldn't make it. I went back to my parents' house, mm. and I returned to Yale. You know, I asked if I can go, and they said, "Sure." We didn't. You know, we <laughs> 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 weren't. <laughs> We're still here. You know. That's right. They're <laughs> still here. They held your spot. And they made room, and, and I mean, I was happy because. Uh, <laughs> You know, now I live in the South, but Frank, the North is tough, and and particularly the winters. You know, and I've never really figured out like how to photograph how to photograph and that with like any real love. Mm-hmm. You know, but so I had three falls at at Yale and one spring. And oh, okay. that was right. I was happy about that. <laughs> so I left and like the I left on a fall. That was my last. Okay. And so there's some like uh, you know carnival pictures from those three falls. You know there was the some great fairs in Connecticut and uh, Western Mass. You know what comes through is like a kind of work ethic and consistency in your life. That even though you were moving and trying and you know taking on jobs, that you just kept making the work. You know. Well, I I it was. Uh, like I, I made a little. Um, I assisted for John Hill, who's like you know he he's at Yale for a while, and yeah. he was a commercial photographer. He's the executive of Walker Evans Estate. But I just did a, a few jobs with him. Saw his manner, and he just he just advised me, um, look, make a little card, a business card, put on a people photography, and just show you know that so that's what you do, and people know that, and that's what I did, just people photography. And make it very clear. And then I got jobs, um, you know, with black and white. I could make good prints. And um, so I did commercial photography, but it was, didn't get in the way, you right. know. And mm. it helped me. All the equipment that I bought was, um, you know, I, I read a book on taxes for artists, how to do it. So <laughs> I just had all these <laughs> enormous expenses, yeah. you know, right. but I made some money. And, um, but if I bought this or bought this, but so I didn't pay, uh, like, like our president, I didn't pay taxes. You know? <laughs> I mean, I just made nothing. Yeah. You know. Right, right. You, you fell know. under the limit, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> Give me, send me right. money, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, you yeah, know, I was, you know, pretty ruthless in my choices, you know. Um, just save money and buy film and carve out time and do the work and not not do this thing in, in the evening if you've got to get up you know, but so it was always photography taking the center spot, yeah, and, and social life really taking a you know back back. Mm-hmm. I feel you can also see it in your work, uh, a kind of 
I don't know. It's it almost feels. I I don't mean this that you're a humble person, but I think there's a humble. <laughs> no, I mean it's. I I think the work has a kind of, uh, like, you're honoring your work in a way. Like it doesn't feel like it's just you know you putting your ideas out there on in, photographically, but like you're really honoring the pictures, the the decisions you the photographic decisions that you made feels really clear well thank you i think uh, like it's particularly in the books you know when you're making the book then you i really want the books to uh, be serving the subject you know so like carnival it's you know look you don't have to go to carnival if you bought my book you know i've got the highlights there (laughs) it's I mean, I would ag- I, I agree with you, but I also think that, that there's this other dimension. It's, yes, that's true, but there's also this slice of carnival, I don't know how to put it, that is very much your world mm-hmm. that you experience when you're looking through the book. And it's, it's a little stiller, and it's mm-hmm. a little more described, and, mm-hmm. it's, and it's beautiful in a way, like loving. You know, there aren't one-liners in there or puns mm-hmm. or, you know, mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. that's kind of what I meant by like the honor part. Part. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm not sure what words to use. Yeah. I think um, you have affection for people in your photographs. Yeah, uh, yeah, yes. I think so. I mean, I think I identify, and I guess I want moments that are like just so that I connect to, like uh, honestly and directly. And yeah, they, in the in the carnival work, there is there's sexuality and there is uh, this you know sort of raw human interaction, mm-hmm. and it's a it's an interesting place because people are there to uh, enjoy the event, but they're also kind of on display as well themselves. I think there, it's such a great sort of um, sort of survey of humanity going on there. Yeah, I, I, I guess I like um, photographing the democratic teeming yeah. masses. That's right. You know. <laughs> uh, the ordinary. <laughs> yeah, the ordinary. But America, you know, I'm interested yeah. in America. When I'm in America, I'm interested in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can be interested in other things in other, you know, Fran- France or, or right. America, and, you know. I mean, I like connecting, and Mm -hmm. I I like kind of reaching out and expanding a bit and seeing what I can do, um, you know, with myself and then with what's out there. When is it that you make your way to Georgia? Well, I, um, after Yale, I was in uh, Boston for a few years, a couple years, and wasn't really working out too well. It was, you know, a super expensive city with horrible traffic (laughs) and uh, kind of a closed world. I just couldn't couldn't get in there. Hmm. Um, I was photographing and that it was it was great. But uh, a friend, uh, Paul D'Amato, was in Chicago and he was teaching at Columbia College and he said, you know, if you want to come here, you can teach here, I'm sure. And um, so I went there and it was sort of, you know, it was sort of a new world, kind of familiar because I'd been in Iowa, you know, but right. it was it was different. And I did teach. It was like, um, you know, night classes and I'm teaching construction workers or whoever. And, you know, it was very, it was interesting. Um, I wasn't a very good teacher then, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I mean, mean, I'm a good teacher now, but it was like, I was just way too, way too um, impatient or always impatient. But um, (laughs) just like, you know, come on, people are going to be interested in in this stuff, you know, or what I'm. Yeah. yeah, they're there for very different reasons. You mean you would right, tell people right. that? No, I would. Uh, I would like. Uh, you know, my interest in photography and their interests were quite, quite yeah, apart, right, right. quite, quite right. far apart. It was a different audience. You yeah. 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 Um, 
but I, I was doing uh, the commercial work there. I was sort of through people photography. I was um, mostly working with Northwestern University and University of Chicago, photographing their professors for their book jackets and their graduations and some theater productions. So it was good. I think, you know, the pay was good for the little I did. And, you know, so I could really uh, sculpt my time and photograph at Little League baseball games in the afternoon. And it was good. And I got like, so the world was sort of opening up for me there. I, I, I got an Illinois Arts Council grant so I could get like a, you know, Omega Dichroic head and larger. <laughs> and um, no, it was nice. And I had a show. The Little League baseball work was shown at the Museum of Contemporary Photography, and there's this thing that a Chicago reader, and they used me a few times for this nice little thing. Um, I think it's like a thousand words. So you just take a picture, and then you you have it in the paper. Oh. You know, you have you have it for like a month, but mm-hmm. they used me for a few months. You know, so it's like a little series, and people can see. Or it was nice, and I actually that's a, that's a very nice way. I'm, I mean, I'm not like a photojournalist, but it'd be very nice for newspapers to give, you know, some photographer some space on a regular basis, you yeah, know, and yeah. let them be, um, have a voice, you know, that way. Right, yeah. right. Well, what we, what was the the big show that had the, um, oh my God, uh, the Ouija photographs and... Oh, all the newspaper photos. You the, mean yeah, the Casher. Newspa- right, right, yeah. the Casher Gallery. No, that's that was right. very interesting. I, and it was that. Yeah. It was um, the big tabloid paper left space for art and mm-hmm, photographs. Mm-hmm. And I think the Village Voice did that. Oh, they must was, have, was it, yeah. Was so then how long were you there? Uh, I was there a few, maybe two or three years. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see, 88, well, three or four years. And then I got a call late in, in the summer of 91 do you want to you know baldwin lee was leaving the university of tennessee at knoxville i mean for a year oh, okay. do you want to and I, I think like that's the only way i could get a teaching job you mm-hmm. know somebody just appointing me at, at the last yeah. minute you yeah. know uh, because uh, you know i didn't do color photography which is what everybody wanted mm-hmm. and um it was <laughs> like uh, um so i went there and you know the pay was good and that was really ideal. Yeah. Yeah, Did you know Mike, Mike Smith down there then at I the time? I met him. I met him. Yeah, he there, was at yeah. Eastern. I met him yeah. soon. I wanted to, to meet him. Yeah, East Tennessee State mm-hmm. University. No, it's great because I didn't have friends. You know, I came down and so you have no social life. Right. Wonderful. <laughs> <to be fun>. <laughs> <And> <laughs> right the, up your alley. For the audience out there, I'm putting the thumbs up here. <laughs> That's right. That's what the camera's up. for. <laughs> yeah. No, so I could just... Uh, you know, dedicate myself to photographing. And, um, you know, mostly it was in the late afternoons or, um, but teaching wasn't a, a big deal. Warm and, out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, warm out. No, I loved it there. I got there and it's all of a sudden there's, you know, weeds growing up through the sidewalks <laughs> and everything's yeah. kind of crackling and it's, uh, yeah, great weather, uh, really nice people and um, just kind of messy, you mm-hmm. know. I read Cormac McCarthy's stuff after I took the pictures in South Central, but boy, Sutri really nails it. Is that, was that was your first experience in the South then? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. I'd read, um, you know, Flannery O'Connor and Carson McCullers. Oh, God, mm-hmm. I love Flannery and, O'Connor. And, oh, yeah, yeah. She's mm-hmm. not far. I mean, she's passed, but her, yeah. her yeah. little place is not far from Athens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I was there in Tennessee for a year, and I applied for a job at the University of Georgia, which I didn't get. And I hung out in, in Knoxville for a little while longer. Um, maybe I was there a full two years. But then I got a job 
in Cortona, Italy, through the University of Georgia. So it was a different thing, just a small kind of studies abroad thing. So I was in Italy for like six months or something, and I went back there a few times. And I went, so I moved to Athens. Right. And I, and then, and actually, some friends of mine. The, I was mentioning I didn't have any friends, but I did have some <laughs> friends from the art department there, and they lived two houses down. They would always just be cooking meals, so I could just photograph, and I could just go over Drop to their in. house <laughs> after yeah. and eat, and so like really <laughs> ideal. Did you buy your house back no, then? Was no, 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 no. I um. Anna wants the real estate angle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you. Uh, thanks for inquiring. No, I, I, so I moved to Athens and uh, I got this house and I didn't know the neighborhood or anything. I, like, is this a good place? And, so when you and say you got the house, you rented. I rented it. Okay. I set up a dark room and um, and it was a nice. It, it turned out to be a nice, a good location. You know, um, lots of stuff to photograph. Right, you know, right there, right out the door. Yeah, good, good neighbor. So I did ran, land in the right spot. And then after, but I kept thinking I would leave, you yeah. know, I thought I'm, I'm not here for long, but I didn't have a plan to leave. I got a Guggenheim and I traveled around. So I was in, you know, photographing in the Southeast for, and I made that money last like over, <laughs> over two years, <laughs> right. two years. Well, you know, with a little teaching, it was like good for two, oh, three good. years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, um, you know, the people who own the house, like sheepishly knocked on the door and said, look, we're, we're going to sell you, we're, we're, we, we got to sell the house so you can buy it or you got to move out. And, uh, you know, the price is $52,000 <laughs> and I'm oh my God, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it, uh, you know, I, I put down a down payment, like $5,000 and got the house and, Great. and, um, yeah, and then yeah, and it was like just went so up from there. Did right. you did you feel like, like that estate. was a turning point, like actually buying that? House? Yeah, well, it's like, a turning it, point, not in terms of. It's a turning point. I think when you buy a house, it's sort of like the feng shui is you're kind of taking possession of yourself, yeah. and you are, you know, I could shape the house in different ways now. Be more, you know, uh, the improvements I make are for, you mm-hmm. know. It's a little longer term. Um, yeah. You know, and, and anyway, more and more, I would just um, kind of leave Athens, too. So it was this inexpensive base. And I, it was also wrapped up with this fabulous darkroom. I mean, you could uh, buy roller skates and roller skate from one end to the other <laughs> and just all around. It was this huge industrial space. It was. And do you have pictures of that? You roller skating? No, <laughs> no. I sh- that would have been good. But um, no, so I had, I taught up at Harvard for a semester and I, ta- you know, was at Akron for a spell and I was at. Uh, ETSU for a year, so that was sort of driving back and forth. So there was a lot of, you know, spreading out. Um, Athens is small, and I think there was some, you know, continued teaching in Italy, and um, so in Athens, but also um, moving around a bit. Yeah. Do you feel connected to Athens now? I mean, do you feel like that's home? Yeah, I feel it's a great space, and now it's even magnified more because I've I've moved out of that old house, and and I have a... Yeah, what'd you sell it for? No. (laughs) No, I mean... <laughs> it was, you know, I sold it just because I didn't want to, you know, keep. But it was, yeah, I, I, I like, I did good. And uh, no, the whole thing. And then, uh, like, my parents died. This is a, my whole life saga. We should get the violence. Is there going to be I violence actually, playing I'll over this? Later, you know? I did. I did want to ask you about the book you did about your parents. Oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. of course, other than the like major fact that you're photographing your parents, yeah. and you know, you know, it was a lot of indoor work yeah. and you know there's a different feel to yeah. it uh yeah. did it 
did it feel different while you were doing it? Did well, it it's not like, um, I mean, I, I was taking some pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents were, you know, falling apart in old age. Yeah. And, um, you know, so you help them out and you, you have to be there. Um, I mean, I got to take some pictures once in a while. And I saw things, you know. But not many pictures. Yeah. I mean, did you, while you were taking those pictures, was it more of a personal thing or did you think this was a book in the making or maybe not a book? I mean, I was thinking it's like an imaginary book that doesn't have any legs, sort of. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I was, you know, I was asked and I thought, you know, I've got these, you know, more recent pictures. You know, TBW wanted to do something, and they've got their little format, and and uh, it's what I was thinking about. You know, so I, you know, I I put it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's different work. I mean, yeah. you know, there's there 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 are two pictures which with the date on it, and that's was like the uh, the day my mother died. You know, and yeah. just like uh, and it just seemed like. I mean, I don't know if a book was that urgent, but I, th- it's, I think it's a very good book, yes. you know. It's, but it's also it's a very tough. private book. It's private because it's a small, uh, it just was the way his series was. It was small, very tightly bound, very rigid pages in black. Yeah, small black book, and um, you can hardly open the pages, hmm. you know. I mean, you can open them if you really go through it, but... So it just keeps everything kind of shut too, and and uh, I I um pulled out all your books, which you've been another consistent Mark Steinmetz thing is that he sends his books, <laughs> and so well, I, you, you probably don't have like the Angel City West, which are right. too expensive, and I hardly That's have okay. anything. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have I have a pile, yeah, you know, cool. and um it was that book did stick out because yeah. most of your books have you know, sort of beautiful, neutral, colored yeah. covers. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the work stays in this kind of mid-gray mm-hmm. area mm-hmm. that I have mm-hmm. to believe is um, mm-hmm. something you really want. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and then you come upon this mm-hmm. little book of your parents, mm-hmm. which is... Well, there, so you're saying there's more black and white in the tonality, mm-hmm. a little more? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think it was, you know, I mean, I'm... I'm a photographer, and I'm interested in the whole range of, you know, emotion and experience, really. But, um, you know, I saw, I saw like, and I didn't quite, I mean, I didn't take the picture because I didn't have my, but I saw my mother and one, and the light stapled on her, and her eyes are looking, and there's like this, I mean, it's just heartbreaking, but it was yeah. sort of this moment of, um, you know, being lost, you know, or, and with, mixed in with some kind of, and, and my father, too, he got... Uh, dementia and he was um, he was like kind of grasping for reality and there's a lot about it in the book about I think confusion and moving from light to dark and um, you know I, I, I um, well when when was that book published I think 2010 2011 so it was it was after my, my, my father my father died in 2010 and there's a little I think he I think it was just published and he slipped in some piece of paper or something mm. to make it like yeah yeah and it I it was a powerful book when I first saw mm. it and then um that element of confusion I mean my parents are in their mid to upper 80s mm-hmm. 
and I, in re-looking at your book, I could really feel that, you know, that feeling of being someone's child and mm-hmm. seeing the confusion, mm-hmm. like the, you know, yeah. the, the difficulty, yeah. you know, and it is, it's, you know. Yeah. No, and it's like, it's about a series of moving, you're moving from, they move from one house to another, you can see the, f- you know, there's this. Um, I don't know chair and lampshade. Then they're it's it's in the first picture, and then their move movers are moving in into this other house. I mean, it just worked out. I hardly took pictures, but it kind of lined up that way. Yeah. You know? And um, I was um, alluding to before you uh, going back to um, the forty photographers. You w- when you were asked about how you like your work to be seen, do you think of it as um, in a gallery or something? Uh, you know prints and all you you said i think you said bookmaking was the yeah first yeah. that way if i can only choose but really all of the above mm-hmm. um you know i'm a printmaker it really matters to me how the print comes out mm-hmm. you know um and Anna i was mentioning it before you have a very kind of open mid-tone glowing your work has a you know this glowing quality to it where the mid-tones are super open right mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. yeah i mean i just uh, i just expose properly like <laughs> like <laughs> Like Anna's father, <laughs> you know. Right. I think he likes a little more black in his, really? his yeah. box. Yeah, yeah. I don't like, I like seeing it all, you know, uh, like I really like Giorgione, you know, the mm. Renaissance. And yes. you can just go oh, to the there we go. Deep, yeah, yeah. deep shadows and there it is. When, when do you think the sort of books came, you know, like the idea of publishing books, the idea of having your work in books, what was... What was the well, first? Well, it was always yeah. there. I just wasn't doing it, mm. you know. And I mean, I guess for most of my, or you know, my early part of my working life, you know, I, I did feel like, I don't know, powered down or something, you know. Mm. Like I didn't, like how do you, how do you get known? How do you, you know, reach out? It just seemed like um, a lot of doors were closed, and yeah. uh, but you know, when I did it, like show pictures to Aperture, you know, uh, like this person was interested. But it seemed like it would be, um, you know, I, you need to get money to print it, and yeah. like, good luck, because I need, I need money, <laughs> right. you know. I mean, that's my question. And uh, then they would do an edit, which would have been like, you know, a few, uh, like, kind of mixing in bodies of work or something, oh. which would be, you know, like I don't really, I mean, I'm happy to be in anthologies or group shows, mm-hmm. though I'm really not uh, hardly ever. But when you do those sorts of things, then then your pictures are become part of something else and they, they you know the energy of the print next to yours rubs off on yours and gives it a different spin and so why am i mentioning that um oh just the idea that you know you were always interested in books but it took a, pro- a while and a process to figure out right that that first yeah, book well, kind of yeah well i no i was always world. thinking about books and yeah. and um th- that's how i received my information you mm-hmm. know but but i do want to say that just a shout out for shows like the old MoMA was great too. Yeah, you know, because you were showing and you're in, getting in collections right yeah. all along the way. Right? Yeah, no, and it's great to see and, yeah. and it's a way to get um, new people in there. But I think with a larger print and uh, especially a silver gelatin print, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I think then you can you can receive something from the image bodily. You right, know, it's like it, maybe the books are a little. Hopefully, you're feeling them in your body, but it's also kind of in your mind. You know, it's more like. You know, it's more like reading or something mm-hmm. than these other ones. And I, I did have a show in Munich, and it had over a hundred pictures. It was, it was the entire space. And wow, I really like that. You know, yeah. because it's like you. I mean, I think it's exhausting to see you, but you really get 
you really get it's an pummeled. immersion, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because there there is a strength to prints. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think people take away something from that, you know. And also, these people were good. They just, you know, recontextualized my pictures in different ways, and um, which is what you know I couldn't do that. Mm. You know, let let somebody else do that. But it was nice, you know, connections between books and, um, you know, in my mind, different bodies of work. Yeah. Um, were there books that meant something to you before you published? Other people's book? books? Yeah. Sure. I mean, uh, you know, but it seemed like the pace wa- of book publishing was much different, sparser yeah. then. You know, it was like drip, drip, drip. And, you know, uh, it's almost hard to keep up with right now. <laughs> right now, there's so many books. <laughs> yeah. it's, no, it is. It's, it's impossible. And I yeah. go to, you know, Perry Photo, and there are so many books there. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's yeah. there's a lot, but I mean, I think there's an energy with it. Absolutely, I think it's I think it's a great thing. The I, last I mean, three APEDs I went to, the book section just gets bigger yeah. and bigger and bigger. It's actually yeah. the nicest part of the show. Yeah, yeah. but I I yeah. mean, I don't think there's much money with right. that branch. You know, so <laughs> no. it's it's weird. And there's <laughs> no. a huge division between you know, uh, like let's say, I have a lot of people who buy my books, but then not so many who buy the prints. Right. You know? uh, and uh, the prints are really where you make money. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. It's interesting you man- mentioned the kind of power of the prints on the wall. I hadn't thought about that in a while, but the minute you said it. Oh, yeah, yeah no, they're, 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 there's a kind especially of. Especially um, the gelatin silver. Yeah, like you yeah. really. There's an effortlessness if you see a good print and you just kind of like receive it or I did. One of the best shows I saw was uh, a Kadelka show. You know, they were, I mean, I know his work, but it was in this of all places like some Venetian palazzo and just the architecture and everything and it's like what an immersive experience mm-hmm. yeah you know? and um so i i mean i i i mean i'm fine with shows but there's something antiseptic about the white wall and mm-hmm. and everything being you know and now i just can't stand it you know all the all the pictures high and low and different sizes <laughs> and, and it's just <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't work for me. It's uh, like, who, who, what kind of genius do you have to be to figure out what this is, you know? <laughs> or what kind of feeling body do you have to have? I, I don't know. Mine doesn't work, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I like the b- book, you know? It's like, the book is like a, it's like a film. It's like a novel, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we, we should talk about uh, your current life right now. Okay. <laughs> You're uh, married to the, the great photographer, Irina Rosowski, yeah, and yeah. you have a daughter. Yeah, Amelia. Yeah. How old? Yeah. She is two <laughs> and two thirds. Uh-huh. see his face light up. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, how... How has that uh, you know, kind of changed the, the way you work? and uh, It's hard to say. Yeah. Uh, it's really hard to say. Uh, I'll tell you in like five years or something. Yeah. You know, but it's, um, I mean. That's a I'm, good answer. It's a lot of, uh, I mean, I have to focus, you know, a mm-hmm. lot. And um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm making pictures and um, doing work mm-hmm. and being a parent. It's just, you know, we have to communicate a lot to get everything just to work have to be very smart about mm-hmm. it you know but we we do a lot and i, I yeah. hope amelia's okay we've done some traveling with her and and she's pretty good you know mm-hmm. there was only one incident or okay maybe two on airplanes going down where it's like 
and you just can't stand that. You know, yeah. you just don't want to see her. Oh, you mean like the pressure of yeah, it? The pressure yeah, of it, yeah, yeah, the yeah, pressure of it, the pressure. And they have no control, and right, they're just, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know, I think pilots can do something that they Oh, I mean do. like your child. Yeah, like your child, nothing no, your no, child no, can no, do. no, no, right, no, right. no, 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 yeah. no. I mean, I have it too once in a while. My sinuses yeah. can be, if they're not open or something, mm-hmm. then it's like I'll turn to my, yeah. the passenger next to me and say, look, is has my forehead cracked open and is blood gushing right. out, you know, because right. it just feels like it. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you photograph her a lot? I do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I do. Um, but I don't want to, again, I'm kind of like, I don't do too much. You know, I yeah. don't want to like, gee, let's see if this works. Or let's see if, the, and I don't want to pull her around and drag her around and be a, make her into a model. I just want to like, uh, you know, oh, that's good. And, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and she doesn't really pose, you know, but I don't want her to be like a, yeah. you know, posing kid. And, right. um, you know, then I don't know about like, um, I don't know about showing them, you know, yeah. Arena's yeah. shown pictures like, you know, iPhone pictures and, yeah. you know, but I don't know. It's like, like, you know, but I mean, eventually, uh, you know, when she's an, you know, an adult or something or, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then... Uh, <laughs> Here you are now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Here, <you laughs> Here are, are all the photos, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, uh, being married to, living with uh, another photographer, a very, you know, active photographer as well. Yeah. Um, you know, you must have to sort of figure out times and, you know, compromises and who gets to go out and who has yeah, to stay Yeah, I mean, there's and, compromise yeah. and conflict, yeah. you know, but uh, I think it's good to be married to a photographer. She understands, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, she wants to go out. You know, we go out to places together and oh, that's like good. kind of uh, yeah. um, just switch off with Amelia and um, Kefa. We're getting beeped. <laughs> Is that my phone? Oh, I think that's your uh, hotel phone. Okay. Yeah. Should we take it? Or Do you want to answer it? Sure. I don't know. Hello? Uh, no. I um, I thought, yeah, I thought it was cleared up with the guy yesterday. I did. The, I did. The, I signed something further. Yeah, I think so. Mark is on a whirlwind tour here in New York. <laughs> and, and I mean, he... I, I they're going to charge The key for us. should be working, oh, right. right? It'll work for <laughs> the two people. more days. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> She's sorry to have bothered me. I was absolutely right. I like. I like hearing that. I like hearing that I was absolutely right once in a while. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you are staying. Yeah. Well, uh, what I did was I I booked the hotel for two. The audience doesn't need to know this, but I booked booked, booked <laughs> sure. the the. the uh, room for two nights and then but i hadn't bought my plane ticket and then i was asked to do that lecture last night so then Mm -hmm. i i added that one and yeah separate reservation yeah Yeah. well getting back to why you're here there's a you know see um bronx documentary center lecture Mm -hmm. last night Mm -hmm. tonight is penumbra foundation Mm -hmm. and then dashwood books uh, at some point Mm -hmm. tomorrow as well Mm -hmm. tomorrow Mm -hmm. i think Mm -hmm. yeah 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 um so, um, what are the? Um, well, you only had the, you only did the one thing so far. What was the uh, Bronx documentary panel discussion lecture like? It wasn't a panel discussion. Oh, okay. It was just me, me, yep. me. <laughs> it, was, it was nice. I mean, I came off the uh, you know airplane and it was snowy. It was you know kind of cold mm-hmm. here, uh, especially versus Georgia. 
Yeah. And but they had a Christmas tree in there. And it's a cozy. You're room. in the, the new kind of annex. Do you know the place? Space? Then? Oh, absolutely. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was uh, yeah a nice room and mm-hmm. a small crowd, but nice. I s- s- a lot of people looked familiar, so I think yeah they'd, they'd, I'd seen them before at lectures. Unfortunately, weather worked against you last night. Yeah. Well, or for me, you never know. <laughs> well, no. we started out with that, that Fuller right. story. It worked. It could work for you, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it's a, it's a really nice place. Uh, Michael Camber uh, runs an amazing organization up there. Yeah. Yeah. When is the um uh um uh, the camp summer camp book? Uh, well, the summer camp out? book is actually out. There were a lot in Paris. Oh, um, okay. So I think that they're in the States now yeah. and Israeli is selling them. And, oh, uh, okay. If they've gone, I think I think they've been offered on uh, PhotoEye and I don't know if Dashwood has them. Mm-hmm. And the um, the Carnival book still says pre-order online. Oh, it does? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so I thought it was sold out. Oh, oh, maybe it's a second. Could it be a second run? No, they didn't oh, tell okay. me about that. <laughs> <laughs> it says pre-order. That's interesting. Where, on the Stanley Barker site? Yeah. Uh, no. Oh. Like, it could be Dashwood. Like, da- Dashwood. Maybe Dashwood. So maybe the Dashwood. publisher doesn't yeah, yeah. have any more. Oh, and then, okay. And then, uh, but Dashwood got 100 copies. Oh, so okay. So we'll see. And you'll be many. signing books. I'll be signing probably Excellent. 100 copies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And do you go on press? I do not. Mm-hmm. I do not. I get these proofs, and um, and then you correct, and, and I correct, and then it's then. But uh, you know, somebody's on press. I, when I was for this book, uh, Todd, Papa George, and Sage Sawyer were on press for their book, so they uh-huh. were there with the with the publisher, and um, but I made you know I made all these for that particular. It used to be I would make um, silver gelatin prints and send them to the publisher, and mm-hmm. then. The printer would have those as match prints, and they would make scans from those. Um, but now people really do want scans, so oh, I right. made scans, and then I made digital match prints mm-hmm. from those, and so they had a stack of... But the proofs did not look that good, and I just kept saying, you know, look, it's got to be this way, this way. But, mm. the, the you know, the, both the earlier books came out well, finally, the 15 miles to Cavill and past Cavill that I did with Stanley Barker. And mm-hmm. it's EBS printing in... In um, Verona. Verona, but I'd love to go on. I mean, I'd love to go on press and you know be um, be in Italy, you know. But um, <laughs> you know, I it's it's not that effective for me. I don't, you know, I just allow other let other people do their thing. Yeah, right. It's a lot of fun to be on press. Yeah. Uh, so if you can yeah. sneak a well, I should a I, trip I, I in. It's, it's, yeah. There's a there's a magic to it that yeah. I think you would. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you. This has well, been fantastic. Thank you, thank you, invi- thank you for inviting us into your hotel room. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> My hotel cabinet. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this has been fantastic. So thanks again. Oh, and thank good luck uh, with the next two events. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Wait, don't go anywhere. Uh, as I said in the beginning of the episode, I forgot to ask Mark two questions, and he was kind enough to let me call him. So here is our phone conversation. Okay, you can hear me okay? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things uh, I forgot to ask you about uh, when we were recording was uh, you you told me that you had uh, a fashion job, a, pot- a possible uh, fashion gig coming up, and uh, I didn't know that that's, that was something you were doing. I mean, I knew you, you had fashion photography on your website. I didn't realize you 
did work uh, shooting fashion. Is that a, a recent thing or is that something you're starting to get interested in? Uh, it's something that's been going on for at least five years. I think okay. uh, Russian Esquire magazine approached me first and then a Japanese magazine called Union um, asked me and then uh, became more like a New York Times Tea magazine and then some you know some fairly fancy fashion mag- magazines that nobody's ever heard of you know <laughs> except for except for fashion people you know and they 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 ask me and they have a budget and um you know so i say okay and um so far so good you know <laughs> i mean i'm not doing anything with the studio and i'm you know making pretty much simple kinds of pictures it's you know if you look at the history of painting you see people in costumes and, uh, you know, being painted. And I, I think it's kind of similar. That's... Fancy clothes and, uh, you know, some of the models are interesting, you know. And yeah. then I just take take the play pictures, you know, let's say my way. Um, I'm mostly trying to photograph, you know, the person as the person is, you know. So mm-hmm. I don't want it to be, there's not much you can do. They'll put makeup on and they'll do, you know, a lot, but you just try to, instead of having a model in some, you know, in some pose, uh, just the model as a person in this role, you know. Well, that that's, that's you know, I was showing my students your work, uh, and one of the things I was showing them was the, the fashion work that you have online, and I was, I was, that's what I was saying to them, that this is Mark Steinmetz's work, like, this is his work, you know, where he's getting hired to do to make photos that look like his photos. And so it's kind of the best of both worlds where, you know, you 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 actually have a job doing this work and you get to make the kind of work that you want to make. Is that fair to well, say? Yes. The, the only thing is that there's really something wonderful about going out and photographing the world. And there's just more reality out in the world. Oh, and, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, so it's interesting to be able to work with somebody who's so cooperative um, you know, usually I try to take pictures in, you know, uh, a couple frames. I don't know them. The light's hitting them well. But I'm interested in them for, you know, the situation that they have to be in, the light at that moment. Um, you know, something about it is good. And then these are, we're, we're trying to fabricate something. You know, I have some say oh, sure. over the, the location and, and uh, yeah. There's still a, a, an art director, it's pretty right? good. You right. know, there's, you know, it's... it's you know, if the budget is good, I, I have a trip and I have some income and, um, right. you know, yeah. And I think, I think it's, I, I mean, I think it's slightly perverse to hire me for fashion. You know, <laughs> I, I, I'm a little, so I'm not, I'm not doing this sort of seductive work that most fashion photography is about. So, uh, you know, no, so, it, no, it actually Mark, it's far more interesting. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I think so. I mean, I yeah. look at fashion and I think what, you know, what's, that boy this could be done so much better so um you know and it's been there there's been some um you know there's been some good fashion photography oh absolutely absolutely so so anyway i'm just you know it's it's something and if it if it dries up um you know so be it but the other the other thing i wanted to ask you about was humid and yes, I said humid, H-U-M-I-D, <laughs> which is yeah, a fantastic it, name for a workshop. It's it's, it's the humid. It's oh, the, the humid. humid. Okay. Yeah, the humid. That's our. So it's even more fantastic. Because, <laughs> yes. Uh, what is? 
Yes, and so that's a space um, near my house in Athens, Georgia. It's just a few minute walk down the street, and we have um, a really nice space in an old warehouse building that has two, you know, large skylights. And um, we've set it up with 20 feet of like magnetic board. And um, this is you and yeah. your wife, Arena. You run a, yeah, a workshop, Irina, a photography Zosky. workshop. Yeah, yeah. Well, we we. We um, have other people do the workshops. We do some mm. workshops ourselves, but we, we have guests. We just had uh, Curran Hadelberg and uh, Matthew Connors um, come. They did a duo, you know, a workshop together. We've had Baldwin Lee and Mike Smith, Barbara Bosworth. You know, we've had some, some wow. people come down. And, and um, yeah, like Barbara Bosworth did, um, we did some evening night photography uh, with her, um, yeah, it was it was great. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. So, how long yeah. have you been doing this? Well, it's just about a year now, mm. and we've had a few other lectures, a few other portfolio reviews. You know, Irene and I we travel a lot, so we were in. You know, we're just doing our own work, so um, we do what we can uh, with it. And as our baby gets older mm. and maybe starts going into school, then we'll 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 know that we're going to be here for more of the year that's right um, yeah oh, that's a great that's a great plan that's a great future plan thinking ahead <laughs> yeah it's great no yeah i mean i i i've done a lot of workshops you know mostly in europe um but it's nice to not travel and see who comes here and a lot of people you know they've been filling up and they come from far away california minnesota mm. you know the northeast you know nobody's really local it's it's uh um, yeah you know, maybe Nashville or um, Charleston is, is close by. There are a couple from Atlanta who've come, but... Um, That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's great. And, so, and I found it on your website, uh, markstimus.net, right? Well, no, there's a hu- the human, thehumid.com. Okay, thehumid.com. Yeah. Sign up on the... There's a way to sign up for the um, various mailings we have so you can see what, what we have going on. My wife uh, sort of runs this... The, some Instagram account associated with the humid. So, oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you can see like who the students are who come. It's a really high caliber student who comes. I'm sure. Um, yeah. No, it's great. It's been great so far. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah. And yeah. So, uh, yeah. thank you for, uh, for letting me, uh, ask those questions that I forgot to ask when we were recording. Sure. Oh, sure. Sure. <laughs> well, thanks for asking them. All right. All right. All right. Bye, everyone. Okay. Okay.